And now. And now, introducing the one, the only. Now let me introduce to you. Lively talk with successful people, barely filtered. This is the Jenna Ben Show. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Jenna Ben Show. I'm your host, Jenna Benemy, And today we are here for our monthly dating segment, Dating in LA. And for those who don't know, we rotate panels monthly, starting with uh, the women, men, and then Battle of the Sexes. And we basically then have them duke it out in the room. So with us today are four guests who are single and dating in LA. Guys, introduce yourselves, um, your age-ish, where you're from, what you do, starting with Twist. Hi, I'm Twist. I'm a photographer here in L.A. I'm between 35 and 50. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Twist is an an incredible photographer. Um, You've seen a lot of his work on, uh, I'd say, Instagram, like the hottest women in L.A. are being photographed by Twist and, and celebrities and everything. Okay, Jay. What's up, guys? Jay from South um, Beach, Miami. Um, mm-hmm. oh, How old yeah. are you? 34. Okay. 34 minus two years. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you know, getting there. Yeah. Uh, I have a record label, you know, focus on music. Yeah. Um, also real estate, but, you know, hobby is music, so... Okay. All right. You've been up all night, so we're going to need you to get your energy oh, up. Yes. But I got you. I got okay. Red Bull Coffee. Thank you. Yep. Callie? Hi. I'm Callie. I'm from San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. And I'm 27. And, and what do you do for work? I'm a rapper. You're a rapper. <laughs> I love it. A hottie female rapper. Gotcha. All right. And we have Deanna in the house. So I'm Deanna Monera. Um, I grew up in San Diego as well. And... I'm in my 20s, uh-huh. not telling you. <laughs> right? Yeah, and I'm also a model, actress, influencer. Okay, very cool. All right, guys. So let's just jump right in. What does dating mean to you in 2019? Anyone? Mm. Not shit. Okay. <laughs> but how would you define it? You know, because I feel like the roles have changed. You, you know, back in our parents' age, it was very, you know, there was sort of like a formula to it. You know, you you go to dinner and you court each other. And then there's this like progression where you know you're heading towards marriage. And I feel like that doesn't really exist today. What do you think? You know, I think it's in social media now. You know, girls look at your social media before they go out with you. <laughs> yes. You, agree, you know, yeah. How many followers do you have? You know, what do you do for a living? So everything is social media, dating apps. And it's so hard to date these days, you know, especially in L.A., you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that why I don't have anybody looking at me, hitting me up to go out on a date? Because yes. I get all guys. I get all guys, and my <laughs> my social media is full of women, so I get all the guys. So I guess I have to start posting photos and video of myself. You do on my social media. You only have like two pictures of you, right? Like maybe five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Harley, ladies, but... you can attest to this. When a guy asks you out, if you haven't met him in person, or even if you have, you kind of want to like get to know his vibe on social, right? So. I just feel like when I look for someone, I just, I mean, it has to be like a chemistry thing. I don't think it's like anything to do with social media because you might be like completely like not cool in general. Like, yeah. you don't have a vibe and, and like, you can't tell that off social media. And even if you like message them, like some, some of the messages are definitely like misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's really hard to like tell people like who they really are. Like there's like, you know, everyone has a story. Right. So it's like hard to like find out who you really are on social media. And so like for me, I don't really care about the social media. If I f- find you in person, like I, I like I like you in person. I don't yeah. want to even chance chance it that way. Okay. Deanna, what do you think? 
I'm an old school person. Like, personally, I'd want to see them, like, meet them in person. I use my social media, like, as a business platform. Okay. So, when people DM me, I mean, most likely it's just going to be on red. (laughs) Right. Okay. Unless it's, like, you know, something for my work or something. Yeah. Okay, cool. But, like, I'd rather be out meeting people, you know, so you could feel, like, their whole vibe. Mm -hmm. It's just different. Got it. So, yeah. Okay. So, let's jump right in. What are the challenges with dating right now? What would you say, Jay? Challenges. Wow. Time. Um, everybody's busy in L.A. Everybody, everybody has, like, you know, things they have to do. And I think dating is, like, late at night in clubs and bars. And you really don't get to know the person because everybody's talking and it's loud. It's like she was saying, it's, I want to go back to old school. Let's, you know, go out. Let's go eat, eat something that you like. Talk about what you really like, not social media or just work. Because today it's just work. What's your type, Jay? Oof. <laughs> We're jumping right in. <laughs> wow, type. Um honestly, I think um I look deep inside someone, not just the body, because the body is just it's like buying a car. It looks good outside, but once you drive it, you know what it's like, you know. Okay. I really don't have a type. I just like someone that's, you know, um outgoing, you know, nice and respects people, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, um, I learn, <laughs> I learn um, so easy here in L.A. Everybody's so, I don't know, uptight. Superficial. Yes. yes. <laughs> Tw- like, twist first, for the way in First question is like, what do you do for a living? Oh, okay. Nice okay. to meet you. Okay. Did you see my poll? Yes. Okay. So, yes. you guys, on Instagram, I did a poll asking people, uh, do you find it offensive or a turnoff if somebody asks you what you do for a living? Absolutely. And so the two options were, yeah, it shouldn't matter. And then, no, it shows interest. And surprisingly, about 80% of people said, no, it shows interest. You know, that brings me to my next question. Does Is it okay to ask what you do for a living or does that immediately equate to how much money do you make? Yes, it's very okay to ask what somebody does for a living, especially here in Los Angeles. Because you could have a female that you're interested in. You go out two or three times. Uh-huh. Wait till the third time to ask her, so how are you paying your rent? Yeah. Oh, well, I do real estate. <laughs> okay. Come to find out she's got a sugar daddy that's mm. still paying her rent, her car payment. So she's interested in you, but she still has this 80-year-old guy paying her bills that she has to go visit three days, four days a week. Wow. I'm just saying from experience. You hey, know, man, He twist- wasn't 80, though. You have a, a very interesting perspective. You really get to see into the life of of like a beautiful woman in L.A. because you're around them so much. And I was surprised to hear you say that. I kind of thought that the guys were going to be like, oh, you know, it doesn't re- you know, I don't really want like women sizing me up and assessing how much I make. Um, but what do you what do you ladies think? <clears throat> I personally don't like when people ask me that because it's like they assume they assume that like, I don't know, because L.A. is like a bunch of like porn stars or actors are like, oh, what can I catch you in? Or should I hang out with you? Are you a cool person to hang mm. out with? They automatically prejudge you based on what you do. But I mean, Twist does have a great point because one of my one of my girlfriends, too, I was like, damn, she's super successful. And then it's like I just found out that she has a sugar daddy paying her bills. Wow. Uh-huh. So it's like a lot of it. It's, it's hard to sit here and compete with these girls. Because they're they're doing things behind your back. So in L.A., you wouldn't even know what they're doing or what they're not doing because there's 5,000 things going on at one time. Right. Right. Deanna, what do you think? 
Um, I think it's an important question. I just don't think it's like um, the first question you should ask. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, you should ask and definitely like you want to know the person. That's how you get to know the person. You want to know like wh who they are, what they want to do, what's their motives. Right. You know, like and it's up to the person what their intentions, like their mind, like what they're thinking. Like some people have different you know, um, mindsets on asking that question. Some people have that mindset where they want to be like, oh, what does he want to do? They want to try to see if they're like, you know, golding or something. Or right. like the, what's it called? Yeah, they're either going to gold dig or something or they're just going to say, hey, like, what do you want to do? I want to get to know you more. Like, let me find out what you do, mm -hmm. you know, and get to know the person. So. I think there's also like, do you guys ever stop and think, okay, I envision myself with this person so let's say let's say you meet an architect and then you stop and think like is that the lifestyle i really want do you think that's fair or do you think it should be just like you adapt i'm sure men do it too like oh do i want to be with the model do i want to be with the server do i want to be with the teacher yeah i think it's very important to know what the other person does for a living just because you you have to accept this day and age everybody is all Instagram, social media, everybody is making a living from it here, yeah. in, L here in L.A. Yeah, it's pretty common. Some, some, I make a living from it by taking the photos of the models and the products that they're endorsing. Right. Okay? So that perspective, I know what they do. I would never be involved in a long-term relationship with a, with a model, an Instagram model, mm. because I know what they're going through on a daily basis. Yeah. I know the trials and tribulations that they're going through and I know the headaches that they are. It's stressful. Yes. I, I'm just Hello? being honest. It's stressful. <laughs> we, we got one in the room. You know, it's stressful. Like you shoot me. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> you know, no offense to anybody in the room, but I deal with being a photographer. I deal with, I'm I'm every man's fantasy to be the photographer because I work with such beautiful, amazing yes. women. Yeah. But they don't see the nightmare that I go through <laughs> with the timing, the scheduling, and all that other stuff and the flaking. When a model flakes on me, that's supposed to pay me and I didn't take a deposit down for that oh, day. Oh, uh-huh. That financially affects me in a bill and then it affects me a week from now because she flaked on me and now I got to make up for that bill. Right. I don't know if that make any sense, but yeah. No, I get that. And as a single woman in LA, um, I don't know. Where do you go where would we go to meet eligible bachelors? The grocery store. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty much where they you are these it's days funny. is the grocery store or at the gym. I mean a Stanford study <laughs> shows that women decide whether they like their date or not within four minutes of interacting with them. I don't, you guys, I, I can say, I think it's, I've done it in like a minute, maybe, maybe even 30 seconds 30 at seconds. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's just like the vibe. Well, how do you guys do that? Like, how why does it work? or how? No, how? Um, okay. So it's the vibe and it's also, um, it's also, I think how they carry themselves. Right, Deanna? Yeah, I agree. I would just be like, I mean, if someone meets me and I'm not feeling it, like, I'm literally running off. And you'll know that yeah. I'm not into it. <laughs> She's not DTF. I'm like, my grandma's calling me. I gotta go. 
Yeah. So I used to go so, on, I, I gave so the bad. dates a shot, really you know, I'd go and like, I would give the second cocktail a shot, even if I knew like within the first few minutes, I knew I wanted to go. But then I'm like, okay, I have to be polite. This, you know, this person gave me their time. They got all dressed up to meet me. So I'd stay for the first drink. And then they're like, okay, should we get a second? Cause they think it's going well. And I'm, I'm just trying to be nice, but I'm like cringing on the inside and I just want to leave. And so I talked about this on one of the dating shows and the guys were like, don't do that. Just be straight up. You're really nice. Yeah, honestly. I'm like, (laughs) I'm out. Hey, I'd rather be hurt by the truth. Time is valuable. (laughs) I'd rather be hurt by the truth than a lie. Yeah. Because if, God forbid, you end up being the guy who's the date to eat. Oh, That uh exists. Yes. Right? Like, oh, this guy's cool. He can take me to eat three times a week. Yeah, that's not fair. But there's women that do that. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yes. So how do you guys suss them out? Ooh. The vibes, the same thing, just vibes. And my thing is like the way you look, the way okay. you present yourself, you know? You have to look clean, presentable. If you're not, then I'll be like, oh, I'll still pay for a dinner, you know? Yeah. Thank you for getting ready mm-hmm. for me and whatnot. But the thing now is like, what if, when we do those things to you guys, yeah. when guys do those things to girls, like it looks bad. Why? What about when I pay for your dinner? Well, wait, 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 wait. Let's stay on this for a second. <laughs> yeah. So why does it give men a bad, a bad rap for judging a woman based on her appearance when um, society indicates that it's okay for women to do that to men? Exactly. Ladies? Well, I mean, I told you that I'd be taking you to lunch. Or dinner, so I don't want I don't want guys to pay for my food if they're gonna judge me by my toenails. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mr. Mr. Miami judging. <laughs> huh? Well, see, you have your red bottoms on. If so I that say means that, that you you like materialistic things. I mean, that's what you like. So I mean, within four minutes, you probably will decide the same thing of that. So it's like if he's paying for it, then that's fine. You don't go to dinner with him. But you know what I mean? That's well, it. Then you just don't do it. Do you agree with me? Girls like to look nice, right? Yes. Red bottoms, nice dress. But when we do that, oh, he's my, you know, it's all about oh, the money. Metrosexual. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I have red bottoms and stuff like that. And I do, like, you know, you look really nice. Um, but that's Thank also, you. like, a lot of pressure on people because of materialistic items. So, I mean, do you want to be a real person or you want to be just like fucking my, oh, sorry, excuse my language, but like just like the rest of the, you know, the statistics in LA? Well, you see, you're already judging me, but you don't even know. Well, you're asking. If, like, okay, just like your question, like, Callie, is, it okay, the mic. is it okay for girls, you know, to judge and guys judge? And I feel like if you're going to be judged, then don't even bother. True. I mean, you seem cool. I mean, whatever. But I mean, whatever. Okay. But realistically, <laughs> I understand Jay's perspective because everyone judges whether they mean it or not. You know, inadvertently, mm-hmm. um, in order to shape our opinion, we have to judge. It's it's like they go hand in hand, you know? And so we don't necessarily need to verbalize our judgments, but it's it's happening. So um I do I do agree that there's a bit of a double standard there, Jay. Mm-hmm. And like you're someone that wants to look good and and present well. Um you feel you're being judged on your appearance. And so you feel that you should be able to also judge a woman on her appearance. And I think it's happening regardless. Um I think, you know, when Chris McCain was on the show, he talked about how he would judge a girl's appearance um, 
in terms of like how she dressed on the date. So if she was, uh, he was, it was really funny. He was talking about like, you know, if she wears the really, really crop tops, then, uh, <laughs> then, you know, like I'm looking at her differently. Or if she's wearing those see-through pants, I guess, I guess he was trying to say that if she's very dressed very provocatively, then he's looking at her differently than a girl that maybe is dressed like midway, classy, sexy. Um, and that was very eye-opening for me to hear because as a woman, I feel men are always wanting women to look sexy um, and get all dressed up for the date. But I guess there is some, there is such a thing as going too sexy. What do you guys think? Mm, yes, too sexy because you got to leave something, I guess, not necessarily for the bedroom if you're dating, but like, you know, sprinkle it on me. Don't, I don't want a storm right off the top. You know, wear some jeans, wear a leather jacket, wear some boots. So what do boots you say to the woman who like, okay, I, I want to go on this date and make a good impression. I want to get his attention, but I don't, um, I don't want to lose him for being overly sexy. So what's the balance? Classic. Um, a, cl- a, a timeless classic woman goes a long way. 10 years from now, the boots that she has on 2019 mm. will be great and uh, 10 years 2029 right, right? Okay. because a classic woman jennifer aniston i'm not into the blonde thing but uh-huh. jennifer aniston she's timeless and classic yeah she carries 10 years it ago well. she was hot yeah she's still hot she's today. still hot yeah and it's a, it's a it's a yeah you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> raquel welch perfect example uh-huh. of timeless and classic that lady's like in her 70s yeah and she's still freaking hot Sort of, kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right, I want to play a clip, guys. Um, Tyron Woodley was on my show, um, not on a dating show, but, you know, I interviewed him on his UFC career and his um, music production and all of that. And so I'm going to play a clip, uh, and here's his opinion on dating in L.A. Sometimes I feel like when I hear uh, female friends or family members that are wanting to date and want to put themselves out there and take that risk again, when you been away from dating for a minute. I don't know how long it's been, um, but you don't want to put yourself on clearance because sometimes you'll settle for something and then now you're in a position where you didn't want to be. You'd rather be by yourself, but you decided to settle for something because you thought that was always out there. But in reality, you could be occupying yourself and a person that could have been made sense in your life, walk right past you, and you're dealing with the fuckboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. and I think that that is, like, the advice I give my girlfriends regularly. I have never heard it put so eloquently, though, and I think I'm going to have to quote you. I had some you. support before I got here. No, he straight up said, don't put yourself on clearance. And well, I, I, mean, I think there's, them, there's no them. better way Once to describe it. Once you put yourself on the, um, on the wall with the red tag on it, you can never go back retail. Yeah. I'm never going to see you on the clearance line, and now you... Now you want to be a retailer. Right. Okay. Crazy. I, you know, when he talked about the whole clearance thing, it was kind of eye opening to me because it's like, you know, sometimes as women, I think we think like, oh, he's good enough for now. And men probably think this too. Like, oh, just, you know, she's cool right now. I don't really see a future. But there's something to that. Like, you know, when you settle, I think, um, maybe people perceive you as like lowering your value in a way. What do you guys agree? You're cheating yourself. If you settle women need, um, security, financial security and protection. Mm. That's what they look for in a man. Mm. That's why sometimes in a not so financially lucrative relationship, you'll see a tiny woman with a big, big, big dude because she knows he can protect her. Mm. Ladies, what do you think? Mm, that's cute. 
I'm going to start dating him now. Thanks, oh, hey. making a love connection here you on know? the Jenna Ben show. <laughs> Twist and Callie, what's up? Okay. We can have little <laughs> Twisted Callies going around. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Deanna, what do you think? For settling, I mean, I don't know. Like, personally for me, like, I didn't come to L.A. to settle. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always, like, thinking about my work. And I just feel like dating, I mean, I want to establish myself first before... I start dating people because, you know, as he said, he was like, you know, there's girls that are trying to look for security. So, I mean, personally, I want to secure myself before I go out and date a person. That's respectable. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Callie. Okay. I'm like, I raised my hand. Yeah. Okay. So basically, like, I have a big dog. Uh I have a great Dane and another dog and they'll like eat someone, you know? So I have a lot of guys asking me for my number, even like when I'm driving in the car and all that stuff and like. For security, I mean, like I, I can, I can secure myself. Like I, I have no right. problem with, with uh, being, you know, self defense, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so that's not something you look for. No, I think that really right now, I mean, just like her, like you know, we're we're here. Everyone's here in LA to work. Everyone's here in LA yeah. to work. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. I want to shift mm. gears. Have you guys heard of the term breadcrumbing? It means when someone gives you just enough attention to keep you on the hook without having any real intention of making it a thing. And that, my uh, male guest yeah. today, you guys are freaking guilty of this. <laughs> like, And I have seen guy friends do this. I have actually been on the receiving end of this without knowing it, by the way. Like, in, I'm like, oh, you know, I guess we're just moving really slowly. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! It goes whoa, both ways. Whoa, whoa. I think it goes both ways. Thank I've you. never done that as a w- well. Oh, yes, you have. Let's think about you. Think yes, back. you have. Maybe yep. inadvertently. No, yep. whether it be inadvertently, <laughs> you did it unknowingly or knowingly. Okay. You've done it. Yep. We all done. Okay, but can we all agree that that sucks? Yes, it's, especially it's, if you can tell that the other person is taking you seriously. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Feel bad sometimes. I've just experienced this, so I'm like, you know, all I'm talking everything from experience today. So yeah, I'm not even bringing anything up that is fictional or or. Yeah, I yeah. feel you. Um, okay, do you guys know what orbiting is? No. no. Okay, you know what it is. You just don't know the term. So it's yeah. when someone ghosts you. But then they're asked to still watch your stories on mm. Instagram, and they'll <laughs> give you the occasional <laughs> like, and you're like. What is happening here? We're done, but you're still lingering. And so essentially, you're sending the message that you're showing interest by literally taking an interest in what I'm doing with my day. But, you know, you're not giving me that interest like dating wise. What do you think? Red flag? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think the advice there, right, is like, just ignore it. So what if they're watching your stories or likes? Because that doesn't mean so many women will confuse a man liking their photo with interest. And I think that that's just not enough. Are are we living in a time where it's enough for a man to literally tap his phone screen for half a second and for us to be like, okay, well, he's trying. That's a millennial thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to step out of that. Yeah. Because... (laughs) I didn't have access to all that in my prime time. Yeah. It was like... I think you're still in your prime time, Twist. I, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I could <laughs> date somebody in, that's 28, 7. Yeah. <laughs> you're but that, that there's just a social media thing. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. If, if you didn't have social media, that guy would never be hitting 
a like button. Right. But right? that's part of our world now. There's it's, no escaping it's, there's it. There's no escaping it. Yeah. But you know what? I'm interrupt you. It's just real yeah. quick. It's sad because nowadays, like guys, they just go on Instagram like girls' pictures. They just start liking girls' pictures. Uh-huh. And I have friends that are married liking Ooh. girls' pictures. Okay. And I see him argue, and I'm like, well, why are you liking gross pictures? That's, right. I mean, hello. He's like, well, they're like on my face. I was like, well, stop following them. Right. Well, like, you know it's bad. But again, I go back to girls. Like, you guys are putting on the screen for the guys to look. And you guys are like, well, he's a perv. I'm like, hello. Okay, but, you know, I feel like we should all be able to express ourselves however we choose. Um, I think that the onus is more on the married person than the yeah. individual posting. You know, you have to take responsibility for your actions. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Stop following girls that you're not supposed to follow. Right. But, you know, they took away that whole following I tab saw that. so that you can't see what people are liking. All the time. Really? Yeah. It's so easy. You just like, if you, yeah, it's, you just find out exactly what they're liking, exactly what who's. And it gives and you a little find out, Yeah. And then you can exactly like be like, oh, well, let me see this little. Let me see your messages real quick. Yeah. <laughs> is that all the chaos we had? Like, yeah, well, they fucking they took it down. They took it <laughs> no, down. No, this is like a like month that. or two really? ago. Oh. They well, took okay, it down. Well, okay, so my, my husband, I, I've been previously married as well, and he passed away like a year ago. So, so like, yeah, I used to do that with him too, and it used to be like just crazy fighting, and then it just brings up like things that like aren't even like real life situations like you don't even really need to deal with. Mm-hmm. So there's just like a hundred problems stress. coming with that. And then it's like, it's funny because then once you add that stress on, it makes that person want to go out and do that stuff because you're mm. already sitting there getting pissed off. Because you're basically telling them no. Pushing them away. So, right. So it has the opposite effect. But you know, Instagram still has a feature where um, I believe they still have this feature where it keeps a log of every single like piece of activity that you do. Yeah. Did you guys know this? Yes. Where? So you go if you go into your settings, I can't remember, but if you flip through, you'll you'll find it, and it shows like every single photo you've liked and yeah. potentially commented on. Yep, dangerous if you're Creepy. in a relationship. Yes, danger, Will <laughs> Robinson, danger, danger. All right, ladies, have you ever hooked up with a man to keep his interest? And by hooking up, it, I don't necessarily mean like going all the way, but have you given him a little because you feel like okay, here's a guy I can see myself with. I feel like. I'm not get. I'm not keeping his attention enough, so I have to give him a little. Yes. Yeah. Callie's nodding. Okay. <laughs> and and Deanna. Um, I don't feel like I have to do anything to keep a man interested. Like, mm-hmm. if he's not interested in the beginning, you shouldn't mess with him in the first place. No, but let's say you go out on a few dates and you feel like you're starting to like him, but maybe his level of like for you isn't matching your level of like for him. So you give him a little, maybe. What's a little? You give God, him I'm sex. stubborn. Honestly, I'm so <laughs> yeah. stubborn. Like, just a kiss. I'm usually like. Me and my friends want to know. If he says fuck you, then I say fuck you too. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So, men, do you think that's the right approach to keep your attention? And I don't know. This is on you, young Hold butt. on. I don't want you to answer from a place of like. Yeah, well, I want to get some, so of course give it to me. But I want you to, like, pretend you're really good friends with these girls. Like, they're your sisters, and you're giving advice, okay? It's not a good approach. Definitely not. So if a guy, let's say, but if the girl likes the guy, and his interest is, like, trailing off a little bit, what do you do to maintain his, to keep his his attention? Well, first of all, the guy's not giving you what you want. So okay. why are you going to give your all to him, and he's just going to be like, ugh, I don't want you now, because you just give it to me. It's like he said, just sprinkles. What if you weren't so step. serious about him, but you just wanted him around? So you gave him a little bit just to keep him around. Have conversation with him. Ask him mm. to come over and watch a movie. 
Netflix. There's no chill. We're just watching the movie, bro. Oh, that's really Comfort. hard to resist, though, right? <laughs> but what if you no. want to cut the game out and just find out what it's like? Be honest. If you're, if you're whack, then I don't want to be with you because your sex is whack. Then be honest. Okay. Well, that honest honesty goes a long way, ladies. Let yeah. me just tell you there that. There goes the orbiting. Yeah. No, there's, there's no, there's no orbiting. I would rather be hurt by honesty than be hurt by a lie. So if you know, right? Getting, well, that's the whole concept of dating, right? Yeah. Twist. So, so we, you know, we've been friends for a while. Yes. Ma'am. And and I text you, but then I don't respond when you text me back. But then do you see me look at your stories? Yes or no? I do that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I don't even think it's that big of a deal to orbit in general, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like, I mean, if you're interested or some of the people are so busy and for me, like it's illegal to smoke marijuana in California. So, I mean, that's what I'd be doing. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then I accidentally just fucking slipped. Oops. Forgot to text you. Sorry. Oh, it happens. Yeah. Okay. All right. So slide, then. I want to take a quick <laughs> moment to give you guys a very exclusive VIP sample um, from Titan CBD. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yes. Here you go. Going to sleep good Thank today. Thank you. So I eat this? Yeah, okay. Right so now? Um, slip it under your tongue and let it sit under your tongue and melt. So it's sublingual, which means that that's how it's deposited under your tongue. Um, and it's one of the fastest ways to get the CBD into your body. So, so this is Titan CBD. Go ahead. Like pop rocks? It, it is like pop crystals. Mm. Yeah, go ahead. Do you put the whole thing? Uh-huh. <laughs> the whole thing, Callie. Oh, the whole, oh, fuck. I'm going to sit this one out because I don't mm. have Benadryl. It tastes like you're allergic. Oh, my God. It's good. It's good, right? Mm. <laughs> That's crazy. You can, you guys can hear it. Listeners can hear a little crackle. I need, I need this after coffee. <laughs> mm. Mm. So don't swallow until it's like dissolved. That's what she said. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I am sharp today, baby. I sharpened all my pencils oh my before God. I came. I even took notes. Okay, so what do you guys think? That's good. It's good. So, um, this is. I hear crunching going on (laughs) over there. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's designed by a scientist. Um, He has like one of the few DEA approved labs, and he decided to just come up with his own formulation, and here it is. So, it's hitting the market in a couple of weeks. Titan CBD. I'll let you guys know when it hits the market, but I'm I'm curious to see what you guys feel uh, towards the end of the show. So, and, and you're going to feel it in the next couple of minutes. You probably already feel it kicking in. Oh, yeah. I want to get Yes. I Don't get too chilled. Let me wake and bake, baby. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. So, um, guys, I, I'm curious. I'm really curious to hear your opinion on this. Chris McCain from the last panel said, it's the best and worst thing for a man to not get any when, when he wants it. <laughs> The best and the last. Uh, the best and the worst. So the so what he meant by that is like you go out with the girl. All right. He said first date, he doesn't want her to give it up because that's just it's too easy and it's a turnoff for him. But he said second date, you know, he's open. But if the girl's like looking, he goes, she's like, look at mm, and and like but she doesn't give it up and he wants it so bad that like makes him even more interested. I agree. Mm-hmm. OK. 100 percent. All right. Yeah. Explain. I think when you when you get anything in life and like easy you get a pass and it's just so easy you just don't take Appreciate it serious. It. Yeah. Okay. When you have to work for it, it just I don't know, it's fun. Okay. And you get to know the person more. And when you when it actually happens, you actually enjoy it. 
Interesting. So I think the fear on women's end, I think that there's this feeling from the female perspective that like we have to give a little or it's going to die. Ladies, do you agree? I agree. Yeah. Okay. I'm a yes and a no. Okay. It just depends on like if it's cuffing season or if it's not. I mean, if I want to get a guy, obviously it's really easy to get a guy. You just play it right. You don't hook up with him. You blah, 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 blah. Mm. And then, yeah. But I mean, if you want to, you know, I mean, but definitely it's definitely a turn off if you're looking for that person to hook up on that first date because it's like, is she doing that with everyone else? That's kind of good. Oh, and Bingo. this, okay, boom, That's boom, true. boom. So this has, when this I, came when up. I chicken dinner. I had no idea that men are looking at what we're doing and then saying, if she's doing that with me, she's doing that with everybody else, which kind of sucks because I can tell you firsthand that I am not the same with every single person. So to generalize my actions with one person is is really inaccurate. But, you know, I guess every, this goes back to the judging thing. We all like we need to start somewhere. We have to develop our opinion somehow. So we use the data that's in front of us. Mm-hmm. Twist. Human beings are creatures of habit. Okay. So take that with the grain of salt that it's written on. But if you're constantly dating different people, you're going to do the same actions because you're stuck in that habit. Mm, that's true. We date the same type of people. We, we, we go through the same type of motions in our relationships. Correct. Okay. Um, I'm always grabbing a butt. On the third date. Stop. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, I asked, but I'm grabbing booty. <laughs> you know what? When I first, so I met you through Sammy Unai. If you guys know Sammy, um, he, he was on Shaws of Sunset the first season. So I met you, and I think the very first time I met you, you told me that you were a Buckeye. No, it was the second guy. We went to Venice Beach, and we were walking the boardwalk, and you're like, yeah, I like some junk in the trunk. Yeah, I, I like. I got to have a little bit of booty. Mm-hmm. Got to have some. Amen, brother. Amen. Gotta have some bounce to the ounce. Yep, yep. <laughs> Grab it. All right. Like you want it. I love looking at See, booty. Oh. Yeah, it's it's the most amazing body part on a woman next to her eyebrows. I think girls like looking oh, at booty. Oh, shit. Yes. Booty and eyebrows. Booty. You got yeah. first. I you're literally. Oh, thank you. That, that, I, I go, that, I look at your eyebrows and then <laughs> hip waist ratio. Okay. How you doing? Oh, <laughs> I like it. All right. I want to talk about dinner and the price of the food and the judgment because this was news to me on the last panel chris and i were talking about like how he actually pays attention to what the girls order and um how much everything costs and the quantity of what's being ordered so it's not like is she ordering like one appetizer and then an entree or is she ordering the wings he said and then and then the um the edamame he said no edamame like you order one (laughs) one thing so guys what are your thoughts? Well, for me, from experience, yes, you know, like you said earlier, because girls look at me the way I dress, they assume that you know I like to spend money or be deep bougie. pockets. Okay, well, exactly. So they attempt to be like, "Oh, can I order a bottle of whatever?" And I'm just like, "We just met today." Wow, like, that's gonna cost me like eight hundred dollars. Like, oh shit! Like really? Like do we know each other like that? That's like a I'm grabbing booty tonight. Yeah. So that's what that means. If a girl orders an expensive dinner, then you're assuming that, you know, her contribution is the booty. Mm, Yeah. Interesting. To an extent. Right. Let me elaborate. Okay. (laughs) Break it down, Twist. Let's break this down. Okay. 
So again, this comes down to social status and financially what the man can afford. Okay. okay. So if I met you and I met you at the grocery store, Ralph's grocery store, and it doesn't matter where I'm at. I've, I have billionaire clients. I have clients that are busted and have saved for four months to do photo shoots with me. Wow. Okay. So I'm always in black. I own about 60 pair of black 501 jeans. Okay. Without exaggerating. I don't know how many black t-shirts or black polo shirts or black button-up shirts. Right. But when you see me, 99% of the time you'll see me dressed in black, some type of black ensemble. When I'm not in my black ensemble, I'm a different person because I'm not in work You shoot mode. in red. You have your red jacket that I see you in a lot. Your red Adidas. That's when I. That's my Halloween costume. That's my Halloween <laughs> That was costume. Halloween. Yep. My Halloween that's costume. That's so funny. You're I'm, like, my costume I'm, is I wear red. I'm LL Cool Twist. Oh, <laughs> I love it. So going back to financial status, um, you know, I've paid $1,200 for meals for two people. I've been at dinner tables where I was a guest. I was a photographer of a model that had me flown out to Miami for two weeks. And that particular person had about six of her girlfriends. And the table was endless. The 42 flowed endlessly. Mm. The champagne flowed endlessly. But that guy could handle that. Right. Right. Now, if I go to dinner and somebody's trying to pull that move. Yeah. I'm going to the waiter. Excuse me, bro. This is on her credit card. Oh, shit. Yeah. That has happened to me. Well, okay, tell us. Yes. I, you know, I was invited to a couple of dinners and tables full of people, guys I don't know, girls. Everybody's having a good time, order bottles, or this, food. At the end of the night, everybody's, okay, nice to meet you. And everybody started, like, walking out. And I'm like, uh, okay, who's going to pay for the tap? Yeah. And I'm left alone at the table with the girl. Oh, my God. And the girl's like, you got this, right? I'm like, well, no, but I guess. Like, that's that's what girls do, I guess. Uh, wow. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah. That's, that is a thing. That's not fair. It's their friends. So yeah. their friends need, want to meet me. And they're like, oh, so you're Jay. Oh, okay. And they just start ordering food, blah, you know, bottles. Oh, because you're a nice guy. They just assume they can get away with it. That's yeah, messed you know, up. But it's, I'm, I'm a nice guy, so I don't know, I guess. Yeah. Mm. So, okay, guys, what's the first thing that turns you off about someone? Cigarette smoke. Ew, it's dirty. Hygiene, bad hygiene. Mm. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Can't do it. If your yes. breath smells like trash truck <laughs> juice, <laughs> you are dismissed. Yes. I'm with you on the hygiene. Yeah. Carry a tic It's a big thing. It's, it's a serious thing. I love a good <laughs> smile, good breath, and good, like, you know when somebody just smells good naturally? Mm. Ooh, that's the jam. Yep, yep. <laughs> kind of mm. like shea butter. No, like no butter. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? like just like they just smell like clean, you know, no scent. That's my favorite. No yeah. scent. But but con conversely, if they're wearing a cologne that I can't stand, like <laughs> it is just the opposite of anything that would attract me, unfortunately. So that tells me that for me, my sense of smell and connection to smell is very important. How about you guys? I think it's just one of like the senses, you know. I mean, it's. I mean, like, for instance, like, you just remember a certain time of your life and it brings it back. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think um, smell has a way of, like, imprinting memories uh, more than some of our other senses, like touch. I, I don't think touch is as strong as, as smell. Touch is pretty up there, though. Pheromones. People yeah. give off Pheromones. a natural scent and women yeah. are attracted to. That's the, the one thing that I miss about my ex-wife. 
is when we watched TV, sat on the couch, she literally would have her nose in my neck because she enjoyed hmm. the way I smelled. I love John Is that Snow. a thing? Wow. Yeah. Like, girls yeah. have said That's that to me before. I keep like, shirt. you smell different. Like, you don't yeah. have to wear anything. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, like, is that like a thing? Yeah, yeah. it is. Pheromones, natural pheromones. I keep John's shirt and I can still smell it like a year later. Wow. It's really sad. <laughs> it's not just um, like the human smell, though. We're seeing with businesses and like um, like apartment and condo complexes, there's like scent branding. Yeah. So if you go into certain buildings, you'll notice they have like it smells like a, like vanilla. an air freshener or whatever. And, like and CBD. Yeah, but but like an actual scent to it. And so, um, you know, I it, it because it helps you. I guess there really must be science behind like a real strong connection between um, scent and memory. I'm going to look into that for the next show, guys. Yeah, me too. OK, um, let's talk about gender roles. So, men. Guys, I was at uh, Thanksgiving, um, like one of my Thanksgiving brunches with the family and like a distant family member through my sister's side, sister's like marriage, um, made this statement. And it, it like I literally sat there and was like, oh, shit. So tell me what you think. If the woman wears the pants in the house, the mistress will wear the mini. Ooh. Oh, no, <laughs> that's completely crazy that you just said that because like I kind of wore the pants in the last relationship. And there you go, 19-year-old little baby girl. Swooped in and wore the mini. Swooped in. I mean, but realistically, we were married, so it doesn't really matter too much because I still wear the pants, and he wouldn't know what to do without it. So I'm okay with the mini skirt. Just come here. I mean, I made out with her already, so I'm not worried about it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think this set of circumstances is unique. Yeah. Um, but I would say... That speaks to what men really need, you know, and our, our conversation went on to say, you know, in his marriage, this guy's in his 60s. Um, he learned that women really need um, to be validated and appreciated and admired. And, you know, men men need that in in some capacity, too, but they need to feel needed, mm -hmm. you know, and so. By wearing the pants, the woman really kind of strips a man of his very few base. Like, like the our argument was that men have a very, um, they have like a few basic roles in life. You know, they're providers and protectors. Uh, protectors, exactly. And so there's very basic requirements for a man. Women, we wear, we like, we're great multitaskers. You know, mm -hmm. we yes, can handle are. a million things. If you look at the role of a of a of a housewife who is a mom i mean she wears like 10 different hats and she's she's the accountant she's the babysitter she's the driver she's the housekeeper you know there's so many different um responsibilities but the men are pretty simple you know yeah, you're the provider and the protector yeah. Yeah. yeah i just think that that coming into a relationship um there's a lot of things that you're expecting so if you're super expecting and you're wearing those pants there's like a level a level that they have to be reached so when you go out and go to the miniskirt girl there's like less expectations really well, I think um, I think he what he was referring to was that he was not feeling or not him in particular, but the statement was made about men who don't feel satisfied. They're not getting what they need out of the relationship because they're not being made to feel important. They're not being given the um, the responsibilities that they were bred to handle. Right. Well, yeah. a lot of that comes now this day and age because women want to be treated as equals mm -hmm. mm. i'm and i'm not saying this in a chauvinistic way but there is no way a woman can be equal to a man because you're not created to do things that men do like what um 
she can give birth. I can't give birth. I can't give birth. Well. Okay. Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but women in we- general. Women in general give birth. Yeah, yeah but that just means that birth. women have, um, they have an extra. Correct. Okay. okay. Women don't have great upper bodily strength. The reason being is genetically over the course of thousands and thousands of years, they weren't the ones building. They were the ones cooking food, mm. providing Keeping the nourishment out. for the man to go out to build the shelter. I like those days. Mm, men, simple times. Men, men and women, yeah. Can a woman go out and build a house? Of course she can. Because this day and age, it's acceptable we can do that. But a man and a woman are not equal at all because there are things that a woman does and is made to do uh-huh. where a man cannot do. And a man cannot do certain things that a woman can do. But do you feel like, okay, obviously we've seen relationships where like the women provide and then the men stay at home. Do you think that's sustainable? Is it sustainable? Um, That that's a big society thing, a political thing and a oligarch, oligarch, oligarchy thing. Mm -hmm. That's just, Our times have changed to the point where there no longer is employment for a man to be the head of the household. Mm. Um, I have female friends that, clients, that make millions of dollars Mm -hmm. because they're glamorous and they're beautiful and they can sell that to millions of women. Right. Right. Um, The things that men used to go do, build planes, that's no longer here in Southern California. That's in other states, in other countries. They're doing it. I think all of our planes now are being built in like China because of the steel and the aluminum and all that there mm. is there. So because of America no longer is, is a manufacturing leading, the leading manufacturer of the world anymore. Mm. Men here in America are not wearing the pants or providers like they used to be. They, the men brought home the bacon. That's the old terminology it used mm. to be, bringing home the bacon. Women can bring home the bacon now because of social media, um, YouTube. So that, mm. that balance has shifted. Um, even women in the workplace, uh, see, uh, uh, we'll say a CEO. You have women that are CEOs of big, big corporations. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's because they've taken their motherly and their wife duties and applied them not having a family into the corporation which is now her baby her baby and Mm. her husband and her family right making it that that good analogy for you guys yeah yeah ladies what do you think just depends really i mean if you're gonna you know be a stay-at-home dad i mean there's a lot of like things that are going on with that and they also have all this free time now that they could be the ones that are doing like other things behind your back while you're working too um, I just, depend, it depends on the person, like, and where, like, I really look, like, at family, too, like, as well. So, like, my parents, they grew up, like, my mom, she got educated, she works, my dad works, so that's where mm. I got my stubbornness from. Yeah, and, like, your work my, ethic. I'm very prideful, and, like, yeah. I'm just, like, whatever I can, guy could do, I could do it, too. Yeah, so, you want to yeah, contribute. It's really hard for me to date as well, and, like, man, they always tell me, they're, like, you're too, like, you know, like, Strong. you don't make me feel like a man. <laughs> and I'm just oh. like over here, like, that's your problem. That's well, I like. think that's wrong because there's nothing wrong with a successful woman, you know? Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. I love a girl who just comes to me as like, you know what? Don't worry about tonight. Tonight I'm going to take you wherever you want to go. Oh. Yeah. You know? That's, that's hot. You know, it's like, uh, you guys like that too, you know? 
don't worry about it. I got you a dress. Just get in the room, change, let's go. Oh, that is so hot. Right. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So we want those two. You know we want those things, right? Definitely. That's interesting. You know, 10 to 1. I'll pay for it 10 times just that one time. Okay, that actually brings me to the next topic. Slightly next time. Okay, so what does it mean when a man normally pays the bill on dates, but then all of a sudden lets you? And I ask this not like, okay, so you guys have kind of an uh, like a formula to it, like you said, 10 to 1. But what I'm saying is this cause for concern. Like the fact that he's suddenly letting you, does it mean he's losing interest? Not really. No, it's unwritten. It's It's more of a, for her to pay one time, shows him that like okay cool she's with me mm-hmm. she's mine yeah interesting yeah i wouldn't be concerned as well like i would just like you never know like maybe they're thinking like oh maybe she just wants like free dinners every night so maybe it's mm. good to pay once in a while it's a like, good sign of interest while you're out. Mm-hmm. okay i have a friend one of my good guy friends said that um women should pay every fourth time I don't think there's a number to pay for Yeah, it's, un- yeah. it's unwritten. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, the there's really no. Yeah. yeah, like, hey, today is, uh, yeah, no. No rules <laughs> to it. I've been after photo shoots. Some of my clients, we go out and like, oh, let me cover the bill. Like, no, no, no. You just paid me a thousand dollars. Let me cover it. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> there definitely should but, be a quality. Like, yeah. guy goes out, you get taken out, whatever. Go home, cook dinner for him. Do something. Make sure you feel like he's. Make sure he feels like he's special. Make, well exact, make him feel special. I think that's yeah. Important. Don't just go out every night and just be like, "Thanks for dinner." <laughs> you yeah. know, you're shedding light on something, Jay. That um, that I feel uh, we're always hearing about women complaining about men not doing enough, but I think we're starting to see like we're we're developing this awareness that men need that appreciation too. Like you said, you want the woman to plan the night out and and put the effort and take the interest in you. Exactly. We want those things. I mean, we all have feelings. We all feel. We all want. Yeah. So just like a girl likes nice shoes, let's go out to dinner wherever you want. I want not necessarily shoes, but anything. Just make me feel like you love me. You know, like Mm -hmm. you want me. Yeah. You know, just show me something. You got to show me love. (laughs) Oh. Um, Okay. What does the term needy mean to you? And I'm asking the men first and then the women because I think it's a different definition. All right. I'll take the reins on this one. Watch it. Go twist. Get them twist. All right. So needy. A woman needs me to protect her. She needs me to balance her out. When I say balance her out, every once in a while, a woman wants to be told what to do and Mm -hmm. how to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hold on. Yeah. No, let's let the guys, because I'm ready. The girls are going to eat you to pieces. (laughs) That's why I said once in a while, Uh because- communication okay so you want me to plan a night out for you you want me to be romantic so i'm telling you what we're gonna do because you want me to be romantic so i have to take control of that situation now for a man to be needy i need to sit on the couch and i want to hold my my woman i want to stroke her hair i want to play with her feet that's cute okay i want to rub her back that's cute that's okay i want to communicate with her on a I, like you, you have to communicate in order to find out like, how was your day? What troubled you about your day? Is there anything that I can do to make tomorrow better for you? And how does that validate you though? How does it validate me? Yeah. Because the source of neediness, I think comes from feeling like, um, like we need some validation. Like we're, we're not a hundred percent comfortable and secure. Like we want, we want that validation that we are, um, 
liked reassurance reassurance that's okay. a good word okay so um reassurance me as a photographer i definitely have to reassure the women that i'm working with mm -hmm. that they look great they look amazing yes the women around 100%. me i have a lot of female friends there's no i can't go anywhere in la where i don't run into somebody i know and reassuring reassuring people women that everything is fine that's a consistent communication thing and women need that whether it's your significant other or your female friend mm -hmm. your sister your mother or your aunt women need reassurance constantly all the time that's needy on a woman now there's some women that just overkill that neediness and that's when it becomes draining for a guy because it's just like okay look like how many times do I got to tell you to look great? How many uh -huh. times do I tell you your 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 hair looks amazing? Like how many times do I have to say like, oh yeah, your your belly, you don't look fat in your belly, honey. You're right. Great. So the neediness the neediness can go overboard with it. Mm -hmm. I deal with a lot of that because I catch myself a lot reassuring the yeah, same you're people probably over like and over and more over patient because I, of what I have you to do. be patient yes. as a photographer you okay. have to be patient now, like oh yes that looks great because the insecurities a lot of women carry insecurities men carry insecurities too i carry insecurities of course on a daily we all basis. do and we're gonna have the girls weigh in on that in a yeah. second but first jay i want you to tackle what does needy mean to you you don't hug me too much you don't kiss me too much again he told me I look pretty. How come you don't tell me I look pretty? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm with you. I'm so with you that you're reassurance. Exactly. Reassurance. Again, mm -hmm. like, I think that happens a lot. And it becomes a problem, like he said. You know, too much. It's stressful. It's not attractive. It's not at all. So do you take any onus in um, hearing that the person you're with needs that reassurance? So do you give more or do you immediately shut down? See, everybody's different. You know, the way he's going to show love is not going to be the same way I'm going to show love, you know. I'm the type of person I'm gonna show you my love with my actions. You know, I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna hug you once in a while, but not 24/7. This is a very common phenomenon, ladies. Men are all about actions. Mm -hmm. yep. So women, we want to talk. We want to be verbally validated. But men are like, but I just took you to dinner and spent $500, or I just bought you that really expensive gift, or whatever. And that th that's supposed to be enough. But we want to hear it all the time. Yep. I think yeah. it comes yep. down to the love language. So it's like you know, yes. it's one of those things where where you need to like find out. Okay, what's your language? Is it gifts? Is it is it like you know what I mean? Have you ever read that book, The Five Love Languages? Right. Right. Yeah, it's a great book if you if you ever have read it it's really great so it's like a lot of guys like gifts a lot of guys like feeling that other way back but um i can definitely um say that i've definitely been that girl and been needy mm. and because of i've been that girl i see it on other people and i just understand the difference of it's not really it's not it's not attractive it's annoying right like who cares about your 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 nails who cares like okay for instance like i was at a party and this girl had like long nails and she's like oh nice claws i'm like wow motherfucker you didn't fucking like you know what i mean yeah or i'm spending my money on your dinner and stuff like that every night and you're complaining about i mean you're, you're sitting there talking about some other girl's nails like that's somewhere like it's like okay, I like to be appreciated also, mm -hmm. but then you can't you can't like be like, you can't have both worlds and like and like yes, you know it's tough because we have our feelings and we're entitled to our feelings, but at some point we also have to accept the fact that um, we can't control how other people treat us mm -hmm. you know and there's so much like you hear all this like women empowerment like girl you better teach them how to treat you and this and that and i'm sorry that's just not a reality i think all we have control over 
is ourselves. And we get to choose, are we going to tolerate what this person is giving us or not? That's all we have control over, right? There's no changing people. None whatsoever. Deanna. A, per- a person oh. said on. I definitely agree with that. Like if I have to tell someone like constantly what you're doing wrong, like that's mm-hmm. a sign for me not to be around. And I'm really quick to shut people out. Yeah. So it's like, I'm literally like, bye. Maybe that's like the LA in me. Like when I'm just like, always like, you know, if I if they're not working with me or if they don't just get it, like common courtesy, common sense, like whatever. Like I'm out. Like you shouldn't have to explain like common sense. Like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then also like I'm not. There's like a difference between like wanting something and nagging at something you know right what I mean? mm-hmm. so it's no like, one likes nagging and no one likes yeah, to no. be nagged at mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. so if i feel like i'm like nagging at you like i'm out like that's not cool it's like annoying. i don't like being like that i don't like people nagging at me so mm-hmm. it's really just the best thing sometimes to just leave well that's the beauty of dating because you learn from your yeah. mistakes yes and you learn hopefully from you pass relationships or you know the past girl you dated right cycles what not to do and what to do what Mm -hmm. she wants what they what girls want and what girls need you know Mm -hmm. communicate again comes back to communication if you start dating somebody let them know what your pet peeves are right from the top so that way there you won't have to tell him what you're doing wrong bro hey bro you're doing this wrong honesty right honesty Honesty and communication Mm -hmm. the the worst thing you can do is not communicate it yeah. is the absolute worst because that dress is ugly. W- men aren't mind readers, <laughs> neither are women. Right. I have right? done that. I've done that. That dress, no, you got to go change. It, I think it's about how you present it, but I think communication is key. And on that note, guys, I would like for you to communicate with me how you're feeling on Titan CBD right now. What's going on? I love Loving it. it. I love it, especially after an espresso. Just It just calm. evened you out, huh? So it's really good for anxiety. Like sometimes if I'm just like overwhelmed with work, I actually tried this the other day for anxiety and then I tried it another time when I overtrained and it was good. (laughs) (laughs) So big thank you to Titan CBD. I'll let y'all know when it hits the market. Please. Um, Okay, so I just want to go around the room and share our social media handles so the listeners know how to get in touch with y'all, starting with Twist. At Twist Images, one word, Twist, T-W-I-S-T-I-M-A-G-E-S. Twist is an acronym for the way I see things. Okay, nice. Jay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you do mine? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> uh, Jay Hustle underscore LBR. Okay. Um, Kelly? Okay, so mine is Californication with three eyes for the third eye. And um, I just lost mine. With 315 followers, it used to be California 619. So just go follow me back on Californication. And that's with a K. With a K. Yes. Exactly. Deanna? Mine's Deanna Monera. It's pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's D E Y A N A underscore M O U N, like Nike R R A. Okay. Just Good luck. do it. <laughs> All right. Just and, do it. <laughs> and mine is the Jenna Ben Show. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We air five days per week. First air is on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Pacific. Next is Thursday at 9 a.m., Friday at 9 p.m., Saturday at 5 p.m., and Sunday at 7 p.m., all Pacific Standard Times. Guys, thank you so much for the love and thank support. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yes, I'm so glad you guys could join. I can't wait to hear the listeners' reactions to our conversation, and we'll continue the convo on social. 